You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
I'm here with Danielle Schwab, otherwise known as Delanilla, to talk about her new album. Danielle, do you prefer to be called Danielle or by your performance name? No, Danielle's great. Uh, it's actually, it's a project really, rather than an alter ego. So I'm, I'm still going by Danielle. You know, normally I would talk about songs often in sort of chronology of, of your releases, but in this case, you've just released a song that is so timely called It's Been a While Since I Went Outside. And in this pandemic environment that we all have been living in, I think everyone feels that sentiment. So could we start by talking about that new release? Sure. Well, this one I actually wrote uh, probably the better part of two years ago, actually. I kind of went through a phase in my life, career, all of the above, where I was really spending a lot of time just working from home on my own, as you know, so many creative people do, especially composers. Our lives are basically spent in solitary confinement with a computer screen, uh, sort of sitting, sitting and banging our heads against the walls, trying to come up with musical ideas. So um, I was working a lot. I was super busy, but I, that basically meant that I was spending all of my time in my apartment. And uh, the weird thing about being a creative person in 2020 is like, you can stay at home and you can be working in isolation, but you're also connected to the rest of the world through screens, you know, through social media, through the that, or even you know, TV. I guess I just found that kind of dissonance jarring. And I wrote the song in reaction to that, I guess. It was uh, about feeling isolated, you know, wanting to maybe be more connected to people than I was at the time. So uh, it was nothing to do with the pandemic. <laughs> Interesting. But you're releasing it in this moment. And the, the video is really sort of dystopian and alienating. And, and you, know, you filmed the streets of New York during this pandemic. I did. Yeah. I mean, I really just felt that I, like I've been in New York for a very long time and being out and about walking around down here, I found it really just very sobering and very sad and surreal see what life was like down here. You know, there've been a lot of photographers who've been taking pictures or maybe some other filmmakers even, but there's something about adding music to something like that that really gives it a lot more emotional depth, I guess. So I didn't want to just show people what they were seeing. I wanted to try and find a way to make them make them feel it. And weirdly, I just happened to have this song that kind of sums up what we're all going through now. So I really don't know what to make of the, of the I don't know, what, I don't know what you want to call it, the coincidence or uh, just the strange timing or of it all, but uh, somehow I've wound up with this piece of music that's very reflective of the times, even, even though it wasn't written to be. So you have an amazing background because you have your feet in two universes. You, you, I do. You, and I consider you to be a triple threat in, in this respect, that you make videos and you are a composer and an arranger of stage, theater, film scores, and mm -hmm. and you write songs Yes, that are in another realm. And this is your song world that we're talking about here, but you bring these other elements of your background to that. And on this song, it's been a while since I went outside. Tell me about the other instrumentation, the arrangement that you put together here. Sure. So a lot of it, it started off life as 
really just an electronic demo that I put together in my apartment. And then over time, I added a lot of other instruments to it. So there's uh, a decent number of analog keyboards uh, in addition to the programming. And then, you know, real guitars tracked in a studio, not ones that were done direct in an apartment or anything like that. Nice big set of drums and uh, bass. And then I added a string section to it, which to me is the thing that really brings the track to life. Um, it's kind of how I always envisioned it would be, even though it took a little bit, bit of time for it to get there. Your music has inherently so many layers to it between the electronics that you use and the live instrumentation. And and it, it just is, creates this fusion, this unique sound that Thank um, you. is captivating to me. Thank you. Well, that was that was always the goal. Um, I, I sort of set out wanting to make a pop record that was reflective of, of my background as a composer, I guess. Um, I mean, even just thinking about my own interests as a songwriter and my own background and the, the kinds of artists that made me want to get into music. On the songwriting front, it was always people who who made music that was grounded in good songwriting, but also really adventurous in terms of arrangements and production and thought and ambition really. So at the end of the day, I still feel very much that they're pop songs, but they're pop songs with a larger arc and hopefully depth to them and bigger scale, I guess. That's what I've been hoping to hoping to do. So I find there's an oxymoron to the fact that you use so much electronic instrumentation and yet that causes you to feel isolated and alienated throughout this album, frankly, I thought. And in this song, you know, she, there's a line there that in the first verse, I'm beginning to feel that this false world is real. Yes. What's that about? That's about watching TV. I guess actually to just to backtrack for a second, the song was also written. So part of it was started when I was part of it was inspired by this, uh, this time when I was working from home a lot, but another part of it was also in, was inspired by a time when I was sick for an extended period and I actually had mono. So I was kind of out on my couch for about six months at one point, you know, after a while you, you there's not much you can do. You just sit around and you're watching TV and people don't want to come and see you when you have mono because they don't want mono. And so, uh, you wind up just feeling like the characters in these TV shows are your friends. And because who knows when the last time that you saw your actual friends was, and the entertainment starts to feel more real than reality because it's your entire universe. And weirdly, I expect that's what a lot of people are going through right now. If they're not able to work from home for whatever reason, it's just a lot of time seeking passive entertainment, staring at screens, I guess. And in the break, you say, I'm in overload, I'm in overload, um, which is the title of the album, but also the title of another song on the album. Mm -hmm. Do you feel overloaded? Or is this a personal, I mean, it sounds like a very personal song. Yeah, at the time. Um, I mean, I don't think I feel like that anymore, if I'm being completely honest. Or if I do, it's just, <laughs> I think I've just got so used to, <laughs> used to being overloaded with work and life that it doesn't even feel overwhelming anymore. Yeah, I did at the time. I mean, I think that the way that we, I was going to say live, but it could be lived at this point because we have no idea what the world is going to look like when we come out the other side of this pandemic. But the way we have lived, and at least, certainly in New York, everything is so fast paced. It's always 
we should be doing more. We should be more successful. Why aren't we doing enough? Why aren't we this? Why aren't we that? And, you know, you're, you're on phones all the time and there's this constant influx of information and the news cycle is so fast. And just the way, the way we consume information now is it's kind of just thrust in our faces at a relentless pace. And so that's, that's what all of that was about. So both my personal situation, I suppose, but also hopefully reflective of the world at large. Interesting. I think you're the first artist that I've interviewed that I actually have to put the videos onto the website rather than just the Spotify song <laughs> because Thank you. it's hard to um, comprehend the song, I think, without the video, those pictures of New York and the empty park benches. and the- Isn't it something? It's been pretty sobering being down here, I got to say. I've lived in New York for such a long time and New York is basically synonymous with hustle and bustle and people and, you know, stuff that you don't even necessarily want to be confronting every day in the streets. Um, and to see it empty, is just, it just, it just doesn't compute. It's incredibly surreal and both peaceful and kind of sad and tense at the same time. It's, it's just a lot being down here. And I, I just felt like I had to, felt like I had to capture it for that reason. It's, just a, a moment in you know if you if it, it weren't for the pandemic you'd have to spend a fortune to clear the streets to right you know and pull permits to to create these shots you know it's it's a i know it's kind of this bittersweet thing that it's actual documentary of life today in new york well that was what was so not to make it sound like i think my work is the best thing on the planet or anything but the, I, I i find it sad still watching that video back and seeing all of these clips strung together. And also, I mean, something else to remember is that that's what I put into the video. There were probably, you know, another 50, 60 odd shots of streets that I have sitting on my hard drive. This isn't everything that I filmed. It's just what felt like it made sense in the edit. So Soho is very, very quiet. It doesn't become less strange (laughs) the the more you're down here. It just, it it still feels very weird. Yeah. Let's hope it uh, gets filled with people soon enough that are healthy. 